like the Supremes. That we, took I mean, we off. really, we threw out, <laughs> we there's were. probably not a name we did not consider. What were the top shit three? Shit was one like, of them, too. We shit, tried that shit. one. Shit. Come on, shit. shit. How, yeah. Yeah. How about Scat? We, 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 but that's already a name yeah. of a party that's, um, that Honey is doing called Fuck or something like that. So yeah. we, we had to, but we did, we did a lot. Of, we even, we originally chose a name that ended up being the name of another party. So Femme? we had, we had to, no, a, a past party. So we okay. had to kind of yeah. take that away. Switch it up but, a little bit. Yeah, so it's lust it is then. Lust the stuff. See how much work goes into just the title, folks. And you know they are serious. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. No, well, it does because I think you know, as we all know, all of us who have done parties or gone to them, that it really sets the vibe for the for the uh, patron out there to um, determine if it's something they're going to want to go to. And um, and you have to kind of choose a name that really says what the party's about. So tell us what this party is about. It's about that. Well, well, I will definitely let William tell you a little bit because William's uh, people who know William Brown, William Ducati Brown, knows that he is the um, he's internationally known international producer and has done major circuit parties not only here in San Francisco but across the country, Um, and is the winner of a of a few awards. And um, we were two in a row. What what's the word? Recent ones that you've won? Uh, Just Circuit. Just Circuit. Uh, ninth and 10th awards. I That's amazing. They give out awards for circuit parties. Yeah. Like, yes. who does that? The whole community? The, the whole international community. Yeah. International. It's it's you vote on it. by the world. And, and is there a physicality to it? Is it like a ceremonial? I don't, I don't think so. I think we just, just did a little online. thank you in the mail or something. I love that. What did you get? Did you get a trophy or a, a mirror ball? Um, for production design, lighting, lasers, video. He's done all our major ones. He's done all of our major ones. I am intrigued. Tell tell us a little about your brand and and how it developed, how it's evolved. You're originally from Quebec, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's about really about visualization. It's about the party. There's three senses. You know, first you're going to hear the sound. Mm -hmm. Second, you're going to see it. And the third, you're really going to feel the environment. It's really going to tell a story with it. And all that is really brought together like, like a book. You know, the party is really about a book, a story. The music, the people, the vibe. The hosts, the performances, you know, the dancers, the bartenders. They all have to be included. Correct. And that's what's really neat about us. I think we've taken a lot of time to to work all those elements. Instead, it's like totally excited and totally on board. On board, Charlie and his crew are just, um, you know. And I've done a party there before, and so I, I I'm used to working with them, and they get behind us 100%. Anything that they're doing, anybody who's working there knows that they get behind them 100%. So mm-hmm. we've got drinks named after the you know, party that, William's part, in charge of all the production, so he's got some things in mind that we can't really tell you about because you want oh, to say all some, right. <laughs> some element of surprise. But let me just tell you this, that the stead will feel a lot different than you, nor- than you will have felt it before. Now, BB, how did your paths cross? How did you guys meet? Well, I've known William for since dirt, I think, yeah. close to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, so, uh, and we've talked before about trying to get together to do a party, and um, I've known of DJ Bougie for many years, but I just recently kind of met her a couple of years ago, and then shout out to DJ Bougie. DJ, oh yes, yes. Bougie, the Bougie, yeah. who just got off of a successful weekend. DJing at Phoenix SF. Shout out to Phoenix SF. Yeah, yeah a love it. Great party. Fucking party. fabulous party this One past best, Saturday. Yes. It was just over the top. The top. It was amazing, and um, oh, I just I'm still feeling it. It was really good. So, 
Jalen, mm-hmm. good job. Yes. Um, so, um, but she did, did that and just recently came back from Rochester, New York mm-hmm. and did their pride there. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays at, uh, I would say she because, you know, I'm all about the, <laughs> the woman. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he played the, um, he plays Lookout on their happy hours Fridays. Uh, they have a rotation, so I don't know, you know, when it comes up, but, but a big name back in the 90s and... Yeah, and last year he did Magnitude. Magnitude, with Tony yeah. Moran. He's done the big ones, been done the big ones. But um, but we kind of talked too separately, and then all of a sudden William came in and was like, oh, we all three were talking about working together anyway, so this yes. is kind of how it helped. But then we hit LP, I've met, I've known LP for a couple of years, couple so I met years. on the, um, the circuit scene, and LP. Close your mouth and stop drooling, he's mine. And so. Back from Texas, I was with a group called Spool Boys. And we did a lot of after-hour parties. Um, a lot of big DJs we brought in: Joe Gutro, Allison oh, right. Um And so I wanted to do that here again. And uh, we have a fabulous crew, and I'm excited to be part of this. It's a great now. team. Right. Great team of creative people. Are you bringing in uh, uh, visual effects for yes. this party? We do doing some 3D mapping, some really creative looks that I can't really reveal yet. Surprises. Surprises. Yes. Uh, color palette. Um, very mixed. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful. Lush. Yeah. Gonna be <laughs> ravishing colors, gonna be very lushy, yes. sexy. And uh, what character, BB, will you be adopting for the <laughs> lust? <laughs> Yourself? Uh, you know, that's really, you know, hopefully, uh, what, my, my, what my mission is, is that this will be a different side of BB than um, you've probably been used to seeing at some of the parties. And it's kind of a side that I've been kind of cultivating a little bit over the last few months mm-hmm. um, and trying to not reinvent, but to be a little bit more... I, mean, I think a lot of people, when they think about BB Sweet Party, they think a, lo- a, a little bit on the more conservative side of things. Um, and um, I'm going to be able to let loose a little bit a little bit more on this. You know, I've been wearing less and less clothing, people know. All right. Um, I love it. And... and <laughs> And this party will lend itself for me to do that. Um, we'll also have a pop-up performances too, um, every, every month. And this is on the third Saturday of every month going forward after yes. the nineteenth. So fabulous! All right. And again, it's at the Stud. Folks listening to us, it's Stud, uh, famous uh, joint in San Francisco at three nine nine Ninth Street. That's south of Market. Yeah, one of the oldest. Um, gay institutions that we have and we've known a lot of them fall to the wayside but stead is still stood <laughs> it's a good space nice size lot of, it is a lot of opportunities to to work it out yeah. you can you can do a lot with it you can i mean i think people i don't know it's just been one of those grounds i don't think there's anybody here who is in the the club business or throwing parties who's not throwing a party there. Yeah, exactly. i mean it's kind of like you, you really haven't gotten your feet wet if you haven't thrown a party <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things you know? yeah so um a lot of history to it you know and and number one for those in the drag community it's always been drag friendly so um, well that's where heck kind of everything got her drag start. friendly uh, leather friendly i mean yeah. almost every type of boy party, friendly girl boy, friendly yeah almost every type of party that you can think of has probably been thrown there so it doesn't leave anybody out and that's another thing about this party it's like everybody has that that lusting emotion so anybody's welcome to come and have a good time and our go-go's will be extremely lusty come on go-go's and um, our go-go's are being supplied by sweet turkey which does a lot of the go-go's in the castro and um, other parties around the city and they're one of our sponsors so um 
we're all excited about this. Now the 19th is getting very close to it Folsom is. Street Fair. It is. Correct. is there going to be a theme that carries across in your uh, premiere? Hmm. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe in the we're just going to get you in the mood. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we're just, I think it's anything. That's a good. That's a good thing. Okay. We're, we're going to get. We're going to get primed. We're going to get primed for it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We're going to get fluffed <laughs> so up. Discofied, chunky, and <laughs> sexy. So just two and a half short weeks away, and what's the cover? Oh, the cover is 10 after 10. It's free before 10. It starts at 9. Mm -hmm. So it's free before 10. Um, we do have some wonderful, though, um, VIP free entry cards. Come so, on, VIP. Um, can we, we'll we, can we give out. a couple away on the show today? You can. Oh, um, fabulous. I don't know how you want to do that. But, We're going to um, figure it out. But folks listening to us, if you'd like a, let me see one of those, uh, a free pass to the premiere on the 19th at the stud. Pearl, what should they do? Give us a call. Yes. <laughs> Give us a call. <laughs> and that number is 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. And you can get a free entry to Lust. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love the way you do that. Code word less. <laughs> BB Sweetbriar's brand new show at the Stud, uh, premiering on the 19th. Uh, we're going to take a short musical break with what I would dedicate to you guys, my version of, of Lust by Melissa Morgan. Oh, oh good choice. I love we'll be right back.
Try calling back again. We need the third call in the win. Caller number two, who's speaking with us? Hey, hold on a second. Hold on, climax of the song. Appropriate for lust. Okay, welcome to House of Pride. Hold on a second. Put you on. Okay, are you there? I am. What is your name? Jaquan. Hey, Jaquan. Hey, Jaquan. Congratulations. You won a pair. A pair. A pair. A pair. A pair. I'm so hot and lusty. To the premiere party, BB Sweet Rise, Lust at The Stud on the 19th. Are you happy? Yeah! We like that. That's what we want to hear, Pearl Girl. All right. Can we get an email so that we can... Yeah. Information to yes, uh, girl. Passes, two lovely passes. Yes, honey girl. Do you have a computer? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't live in Russia. Yet. She has a computer. <laughs> All right. You email BB Sweetbriar. Send her a message on Facebook. Either on Facebook or my email is bb at bbsweetbriar.com. Did you get that? Okay. She said okay. I sure did. <laughs> I'll get <catch> you, Quan. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I love it. And you get to bring a date and everything. Girl. Okay. Get your lust on. Oh, Lord. Get your lust on. Come have a lust tea. <laughs> That's what we're all about here at House of Pride. All right, girl. Congratulations. Thanks for calling. <laughs> I like giving away. I like games. giving away and making fun. people happy. Don't you? <laughs> yes. Um, yes. But it will be a fun party, so I hope a lot of people um, tell their friends to come out. Um, I do, but there's a lot going on too, you know, during that period of the month. So I know people are going to be um, stretching for dollars, which is why we have some of these giveaways. Mm -hmm. And uh, we will be around town. William, myself, LP, Bougie, and hit us up. We'll have we'll have these we'll have these on us at all times. Yes, indeed, GJ Bougie, we're going to premiere uh, a little sample of his oh, music yeah. in, in just a few. Like you, uh, can't wait to do that. Uh, Lust. Folks, at the stud on the 19th, uh, just reiterating uh, the stud on the 19th of this month in Pearl, just a couple of weeks, uh, it's a hot show. All right. Mm-hmm. Hot party. Hot just party. It's uh, not an air, girl. William, where, when did the, the uh, body art start? You, he, William is loaded with these uh, amazing tattoos. Uh, about 15, 20 years ago. One of my artists, uh, Nala in San Francisco and uh, Rob Hill out of Ventura. Uh, we all custom designed it. So in reality, he's not really wearing pants. That's all tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ink going I'm on there. to the left. <laughs> all ink. Is, it go, is there stuff here, too? Uh, just my back and my shoulders. Mm-hmm. 
Have you had the privilege, BB, to see it? Very personal. Uh, we can be yeah, very yeah. personal. Is it only on your your? Ch- is, it, <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is that? Am I crossing <laughs> the boundary? <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, 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 not at all. See, see, my guests chat. know. My guests We're know. My body. They get it. Is it around your nipples? Right. Okay, I didn't ask that. That is a BB question. So, so, how often is this? Are you guys running this this event? Every what? third Saturday of the month. Every third every Saturday, Saturday of the month. Monthly. Girl, it's All the right. real deal. It's a premiere, right. and then every third Saturday, they're locked in there. The stud. We're already With special guests and go goes. Yeah, we already got so we things for next month. We got all oh, the next one's going to be surprises. Surprises. Oh, yeah. I love it. What kind of surprise? What, what what are examples of well, surprises? You well, let me just say this. They're going to put you in a cage, and then you're going to. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think you know a, a lot of the parties that were that are come by a lot of my friends are really doing great jobs in giving the the party goer something for their money. Mm-hmm. You know, Correct. And we all know that music is definitely very, very, very important. Without good music, there is no party. But we also want to make sure that when you walk away from the party you've had an experience Mm -hmm. um and you know we've got people out there that are doing that a lot and so kind of puts a pressure on everybody who's throwing parties to kind of step up their game a little bit and make sure that number one the party's a little different and number two that you create a new experience you know we've got people like LaCoya Hill Kyle Martinez and Juan Martinez and their crew fine uh, putting on these parties you know, we, 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 we want to be amongst those. We want people to breed our name. Breathe. I said breathe. Breathe, girl. <laughs> breathe. That love comes over you. <laughs> you know, and, and our official name is BBB 3B Entertainment. So, uh-huh. um, Stands for? Brown, BB, and, and Bougie. Bougie. Oh, okay. Um, yes. And, um, you know, so we want to have that our name also in those groups of people that we admire so much. And a shout out to um, Kai Martinez, Juan, and Muhammad, and Jonathan for their upcoming and Gloss Magazine for their upcoming party this yes. weekend called Pulse, Pulse on Sunday. To it. You, if you guys are out there and you're not, if I don't see your asses at Pulse, you know what? I'm holding back these free tickets. Uh, <laughs> you need so to go. This party is going to be off the chain. This yeah. will be your Labor Day. Of experience. Labor Days right here. This is your Labor Day experience right here. Girl, I can't believe it's September already, guys. I know. That's, that's, <laughs> can you guys believe that? It's going yeah. fast. You know? Yeah. 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 I better start digging them six feet. Cause you better like, stop. <laughs> you better stop. <laughs> I'll be in that sucker in a minute. I tell you. It's, it's going by too fast. Don't you think? It's like, really? I remember New Year's Eve. I don't know yeah. about y'all, but I remember. Yeah. I don't remember New Year's Eve, but that's for a different reason. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. That you cocktail know. was a mess. You know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Well, on that note, let's have a lust teaser. Okay, sounds Ooh. great. Set DJ us up, BB. Where'd you get this from? Um, this is from DJ Bougie, who uh, put this teaser together specifically for the party. This is not oh. a, a, a preset from something else. So uh, this is a little taste, and trust me, um, this is just a taste. This is just a taste. Just a sip. Like honey on the tongue. somewhere. Disco I love it. I'll say that for your next guest. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I love it. I want you to breathe me. Let me be your air. Let me roam your body freely No inhibition, no fear 
Oh, it's sounding good, BB. Yes, how deep is our your love? It can be really deep. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Some like it deep. Mm. I'm Very. not gonna go there. <laughs> back room deep. Yeah, back I love room. it. Speaking of back rooms, is there gonna be a lust heaven room or? Mm, well, we'll let you get there. And see. It's a surprise. Surprise. I have a feeling the answer is yes. Can't get away <laughs> <can't get> <laughs> all the magic. Right. We have to let you create some magic when you get <laughs> yeah. there. Right. We're glad we got a little sparkle of it there. It's going to be a fierce party, folks. Lust. It's coming up on the 19th of this month. It's just two weeks away. So can you get tickets uh, beforehand, BB? Or? No. We're doing this all grassroots to at the door. And we have a wonderful um, um, door host or with a horse ticket ticket. Um, Sayani um, is going to Miss Sayani Miss Sayani um, taking your your your, your ducat your oh, coin, coin. coin bring your coin but she'll have a nice smile on her oh, face she'll have a nice oh. something <laughs> you know <laughs> 
Her body rocks the title. Let's put it that way. All She's right. got a lusty body. Well, let's mm-hmm. get into a little bit of what um, LP is up to because you're part of this whole production yes, team. He yes. is. And what him. what is your part? Um, I'm just helping to promote and and uh, also uh, with marketing as well. Um, I bring years of experience with, uh, doing that. I used to be back in Texas, and I wanted to do that all over again when I moved here about almost five years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, I just. I'm excited to be part of this crew. And uh, did you make the hot flyer? No, that yeah. was uh, that was done by the one and only Frank Finucci. We love yeah. him. Who is the editor of Gloss Magazine? We do have an ad in Gloss coming up on Friday, so you'll be able to get All the right. information there. But yeah, he's um, that's my guy. You know, that's my boo. Oh, we do have a nice little ad in Gloss yeah. coming out. Yeah, it's gonna be nice, and then. Also come up will be a, a nice interview with DJ Bougie, so read up a little bit more on background there and some more on Lust in the next couple of weeks. So I think that comes up the day before the party. Correct. Well, it's all terribly exciting. Uh, thank you for coming on to House of Pride and um, giving us a prelude of what's to come. Thank you for having us. As always, Tweeka, you're always on. Have your finger on the pulse oh, of the community. Pulse on Sunday. All t- <laughs> <laughs> uh, at 7 a.m. <laughs> at 7, I love it. Thank you for the 12 listeners listening to us. <laughs> For so calling in and winning those tickets. And two of them called in. That's great. You know? Yeah. So, where the rest? Ten of you. Come on now. Right. <laughs> and you can. We can actually listen to this later too, right? You know? Yes. We're going to tag you in the podcast about two days, Pearl. Two yeah, three it days. sounds about right. So mm-hmm. we refer, we'll post it some more mm-hmm. so people can. In a retaste of what went on here. Yep, feel Just free to do what you want that with that magic. Yeah. All right, you got the first uh, half hour of the of, uh, show, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, really Thank you. Really Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's have a nice round of applause for the Yay! Lust Factory. Thank you. I say we go out listening a little bit more of uh, the pre. Uh, what is it called? The teaser. The teaser. teaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DJ. That's what Lust is all about, right? Is the tease. Teasing. A taste of the tease. I love. You know, I love that. That's what it's all about. Teasing. Amen. You know. Mm. It's my last name. <laughs> oh, it is your last name. <laughs> 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 now you're just not getting wired. <laughs>
Oh, wow. I'm really feeling that uh, mix of the Lust Teaser from Bogey, honey. Yes, ma'am. You feeling it? Yeah, that sounds like that. If it's the same DJ girl, that sounds like it's going to be a fun party. It is going to be a fun party. Speaking of fun parties, we have the uh, floor manager and party uh, coordinator from the SF Eagle. One of my favorite girls. <laughs> Go right ahead, Pearl. Miss Beth by Coastal. Hello. Hello, Miss By Coastal. Hi. How are you? Uh, I am great. Happy to get out of my office for a minute. <laughs> they have you working <laughs> over there. Quite a uh, you're, you're like an, an enslaved. Yes, especially <laughs> this month. It's uh, it's go time for the Leather Queens. So. Segway into this month. It is one of the biggest fairs in the country or the world, and it's happening right here in San Francisco. Is it the 23rd of September? It's the uh, 28th is the actual street fair day. And we are talking about Folsom Street Fair. Yes, that's correct. The world's largest fetish fair. And uh, I think we had over 120,000 people last year. So Did you hear that, more. Pearl Tease? I heard it. Girl. <laughs> you I said it's it? the 28th? Yeah, it's yeah. the 28th of September. So that's a weekend, I'm assuming? That's a Monday. Um, you, and I'm sorry. I'm 27th. I know dates. Okay. So it's so Sunday the 27th. Thank like, you, Pearlina. Yes, I'm looking at it, too, and I just totally read it wrong. Um, yeah, so the parties start, you know, the week before and all this the way through. This is how busy... Beth is she's like, all right, and you my working assistant. on these dates like six <laughs> months ago so <laughs> how cool is it that they have a, a coordinator uh, running the show over there at the Eagle that's a female love it yeah, it's like uh, exciting it. actually and I'll put this out there to anyone listening all or 14 of you or 12 of you um, <laughs> if anyone knows might but, be up to 16 now right <laughs> uh, we're trying to debunk but it, I might be the first female manager of any Eagle in the world um, yeah. so wow. I'm making a little history in San Francisco it is historic and but uh, how, how easily you you fit that mold yeah well yes it's an easy sell since i do go by a femme daddy so i'm definitely one of the dudes but you know it's a step so tell our <laughs> listeners a bit about your persona, persona. uh yes so um my name is uh, miss beth or sir beth by coastal i go by either um i'm a dominatrix here in the soma which is kind of known as the leather uh community central for the gay community here in san francisco um, the Bay Area is pretty progressive with kink and leather and fetish, so um, I'm known as more of a sex therapist slash event planner, and then I do um, some demos and perform in burlesque. Um, what else do we do? I sing. I beat Pearl Tease's ass in a dance contest. I can't believe that still. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, uh, what, what was this? Do you know she lied? I can't even, don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> we, still, we still need a rematch. I'm down we'll, for that. We'll be fair. Was that, I'm down for that. Where was that? That was at, at the, the Eagle. Eagle. Oh, we that. have a video game night once a month that uh, Pearl comes out and yeah. busts a move. She tries real hard, but you know, it's saying. <laughs> Did she? I'm not even gonna get started. <laughs> Did she throw the cartwheel in there as a? <laughs> you know, that might have gotten bonus I, points. I you should have. You should have. Next month, girl. <laughs> or a death Next drop or something. something. Now those girls something are doing those kicks do. in like yeah. five in a row. Uh, those right? high kicks. Yeah. God. Yeah, I won't be doing any of that. Bad knees. <laughs> Look out. But yeah, so if folks are into that uh, where, and they want to know more yeah, about that's, you. Yeah, that's Third Tuesday. So if you want to know anything that's going on at Eagle, it's um, sf-eagle.com. Our whole calendar's on there. Or yeah. obviously we're on Facebook and Instagram and everything, just SF Eagle. Right, and that's the Eagle brand. But yeah. personally, do you have your own website for your um, Dominique? You know, it's, it's funny. I actually um, haven't been doing my own site because I've been using social media so much 
but I'm Beth by Coastal on everything. So check you can her find out. me. And it's it's B I C O A S T A L mm-hmm. instead of by Coastal. It's not yeah. religious. Right. <laughs> I love it. So the Eagle. Um, uh, yeah. And what a fit. But Eagle. Uh, Folsom Street Fair. Yeah, yeah. I am a local of Soma, so obviously I'm uh, in it to win it on all fronts. <laughs> so what do we have going down for um, Folsom this year? Yeah, well, so, wow. So, okay, uh, we have a lot of exciting things. Well, so f- on Friday, the starting off the weekend on the 25th, mm-hmm. we have Al Jorgensen from Ministry, anyone right. who's an 80s fan, and uh, Joe offer from Dead Kennedys are doing a DJ versus battle. Cool. So that's going to be amazing. Um, what time does that start? Then? That starts around 9, yeah, 9 o'clock. Okay. And uh, then on Saturday, we rented out the parking lot across the street, oh. and we have the guy that do um, a lot of the outdoor parties. It's, I always say it wrong, B-A-A-H-S. So it's the Boz <laughs> company. Um, they're associated with Honey Sound System, if mm-hmm. you know any of their parties. They'll be doing a dance party, and we have a bunch of DJs um, over there, including Sappho and Jerry uh, Boham, uh, Mark O'Brien and Colin Bass, Bass, I guess. Um, but their their parties have been ridiculous um, if you've caught at them in the city. So that's going to be really awesome. And then we have our leather event at night at the bar. So two things going on at once there. That's, but Sunday's that the ex- yeah that's that's Saturday. Sunday is ridiculous. So right. very exciting news. We have our host is going to be Violet Chachki who oh, wow. yeah just won Drag Race last year. Yeah. Um, so she's going to be there in the afternoon hosting in our big lot party. We call it the uh, Victory Party, and um, we have a lot of bands, um, locals, and some headliners. And that's it. all. This is in the parking lot. This is all yeah. across the bar because we outgrew yeah. it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's uh, and you you're going to build a stage. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a free party we have liquor over there and beer um tons of specials and we have a huge stage it's a huge lot i think last year we had over a thousand people in the lot alone that's amazing yeah so it was really really fun last year we had a bunch of really awesome bands including uh, thrill kill cult and such but this year we, we kind of extended out and uh, from here we have the Wonellies, which if we know lee crow and uh-huh. her crew are in there zabornak we also have um the ethel merman experience oh if you know her <laughs> i love her yeah so good and um pansy divisions are headliner very old school well-known gay punk band uh rock band they're really awesome where are they uh, where do they originate from um you know that's f- i really wish i knew that answer i want to say california but i might be wrong okay. if you look them up on youtube you'll catch all their stuff they're oh. they're real popular um the pansy pansy division D-Vision. so p-a-n-s-y division i love the i love the group's name <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey pansy division come on down yeah, house of pride show anytime yeah and they and they're early they're 345 it's right when the fair's kicking so oh, um, yeah. and they actually formed here in san francisco so it was sf okay awesome yeah. and then what else is who else is coming up um black sabbath so they're an all-female oh, black okay. sabbath cover yeah, band we've nice. had them at the bar before yeah, <laughs> my fiance is a, a fan um they're really really great and uh they put on a good show and then we have um dj freddie and the limousines and then closing it out is club meds which is another uh local favorite so mm-hmm. i'm really excited about the lineup um are you going to be real I put, my, I put myself are you over like there. The, uh, the, are you like the host that comes up and announces the band? Um, that's Violet's job. Um, okay, yeah. I am going to be running around in the background making sure we, kegs are tapped and uh, <laughs> cups are filled and money is oh, dropped. I'm, it's a work weekend for yeah, me. But a fun one, at least. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, so and then we're gonna have demos all weekend, and um, during the week we have some fun events too, like Bondage a Go Go. I don't know if you know them from. No, Cat but Club. what's that? Is They're that a group? They're um, pansexual group that does like a kind of kinky night. Um, they have DJs. They're usually at Cat Club every Wednesday. They're gonna be joining us for a special one on the 22nd on the Tuesday mm-hmm. at our bar. They bring in a whole dungeon setup, and it's um, you know they have someone who helps out, but you can come spank your partner. Or, oh. You know, check out some floggers. Um, and and dance, fun. too. And dance, yes. And lingerie encouraged. What time does that start? <laughs> Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock at the yeah. Eagle. Wow, on the 22nd. Yeah. Um, so folks listening to us might be out of town, and there may be none of you listening to us from out of town. <laughs> uh, you are located. It's a famous uh, venue. It's on. Yeah, uh, we're, we're at the corner of 12th and um, Harrison, but it's technically 398 12th Street mm-hmm. down in the Soma. Right on the corner. Can't miss them yes. once you get there. It's just Black tricky getting there sometimes. I, I am like, where is that? Yeah, we're kind of <laughs> off in the corner a little bit in the darkness. But if you know where DNA Lounge and Slims is, we're the block over. So it's very Oasis easy to is close by. Oasis is around the corner. Yep, mm-hmm. we're all kind of close together. So if you want to do a bar crawl, totally encouraged. Jump into it. <laughs> I think that's what we all end up doing. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the history of uh, SF Eagle. Um, so, you know, it's been open for uh, over three decades, four decades, I want to say now. And really? um, yeah, God, and it's, I didn't know. The, the thing about Eagle bars across the uh, world is it was a kind of a symbol of a gay leather bar that was, you know, going to be safe and no one knew that it was a gay establishment. Um, so they're not affiliated technically, but that, that was kind of where it emerged from culturally in the 60s mm-hmm. from the leather community. Um, the Eagle went over a couple hands of owners um, over here in, the, in San Francisco, and the new owners just reopened it uh, two and a half years ago. There was some scary moments where yeah. it looked like it was closing or it did close? Yeah, we were closed for two and a half or three years, and uh, the it, there was an in-between owner that was going to actually tear it down and put a restaurant in oh. and started, started clearing stuff out, and uh, luckily the now current owners jumped in there saved that you know bid and got a bid in and, and was able to stop that um, and oh, save the site because that's it's, great. what's interesting historically a little piece about it um, especially during the AIDS crisis of the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. a lot of community members ashes were um, in, in a memorial uh, dumped and kind of buried in the trees at the Eagle um, as well as the grill pits so um, we're actually in the process of trying to get it on the historical landmark site um, for the city to preserve that site. Um, there's, a, I want to say, I've been told about at least 30 members um, are there. We're trying to compile a list and get kind of actual dates and things from people. But there's a lot of history in that bar physically <laughs> and, uh, then, and dna and yeah <laughs> exactly so biologically so <laughs> and other ways too but yeah. um but yeah you know back in the 60s 70s it was more of like a slightly sexy cruising bar these days it's more of a venue uh good time bar for uh, everybody to come enjoy so yeah Changed well hands. the the variety of different um, shows and what you have offering the public is just it's, it's amazing it's it's really a full full 
tilt ahead. It is. And uh, well, I was there. You know what party I go to is the uh, Disco Daddies. Oh, yes. That was just last Sunday. I was there as well. That's one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Bus Station John. It's Shout a, out to Bus Station yay. John. Yay. Hi, John. It's a third and fifth Sundays after yeah. we do Beer Bust every Sunday. So it starts around seven. And uh, yeah, we were bumping this Sunday. Uh, and it was you get very a vibe on that like dance floor. Uh, you can kind of transcend uh, the time, a time a little bit. Good step back in time. It really is. Um, and a lot of I, it's fun because you get a mix of people who are remembering the glory days and people who weren't even born yet <laughs> yeah. I, I say it's barely 50 50 on that yeah they it are, is it's funny it's a fun blend though. It, it, it follows the beer bus so uh, it's like a transition from beer bus to disco night and uh mm-hmm. it's, it's just packed from the early until late yeah our sundays are uh, very busy i call it church Church. I see you running around on the back. You know? <laughs> I know. I, I get a wave in every now and again, but uh, but yeah. No, the the other fun stuff uh, this weekend we have a um, we do do a country night for any country I folks out, out there. Here. Yeah, first Fridays we call it Vittles, and uh, we have Chef Hank. Um, he comes and brings the meat. Uh, he does a lot of home co- home cook cooking, and it's no cover. But if you want a plate of food, it's eight bucks, mm-hmm. and really good stuff. What kind of food? Um, I'll have to look up what this week, this month is. It's different every month, but oh, okay. it's. Um, he he is really talented, and we're, we look. I don't personally. I look forward to it. I'm not even a huge country music fan, but uh, Rotten Robbie spins a great set. He does oh, like I a love, uh, yeah. Rotten yeah. Robbie. He's a well uh, distinguished DJ. Yeah, he he does a great mix in my mind of the um, <clears throat> like popular country songs as well as the stuff that. Like if you grew up yeah. with that music, you seem to know. I don't, but I'm learning as we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I found the uh, found the. Uh, let's see the menu. I'm gonna guess. Um Hamburgers. It is actually it's a pork loin with plowed potatoes and beans deep. Plowed potatoes. <laughs> and beans deep. That is a mess. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be a good one. That starts earlier too. That starts at eight. We start serving food by eight thirty. So is that grill still functional? Yeah, yeah. It it's been updated a few times. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's to that historical discussion again. That was unfortunately one of the things that guy had started ripping out. But we actually had the sisters come in and do a blessing. I got to be there for it uh, over about three years ago now before we reopened mm-hmm. and we uh, all moved the soil from what had the trees that have been let up in the grill to um, the tree that's in the corner. So um, the so ashes that, are at the all tree in the, in the corner. Yes. So Do people um, can pay homage. People leave stuff a lot. Yeah, little yeah. mementos. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really touching, Beth. Yeah, you it's think great, about right? It. Yeah. I know. So I, I, I hope we get the clearance because that'll kind of secure that the bar doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. We can kind of honor that. I get this feeling that little um, things like that occur all over the city because we had um, Xavier uh, Kaler in here with his flagging in the park yeah. organization and that whole AIDS Memorial Grove is a, is you know a remembrance of what has been and in the future and I feel like I mean a lot of people don't get it but a lot of people that survived the, the weight of that epidemic in the 80s and 90s just I mean yeah. your friends were dying every week I mean yeah. you know that grieving the loss you know it's um, you guys are as big as community members as I am you know I feel like I hear of someone being lost every week unfortunately these days it's more to like meth use and other things um, it's still prevalent though you know so I, I feel like I can somewhat empathize but times it by like two or three yeah. is how I picture it going down um, and I can't well, can't imagine that really we, when we had Cleve Jones on here uh, I think he's said something like 
five friends a week disappearing. Or yeah. Done. I mean, you know, think about that. It's just so. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. So it's, so we're really trying to uh, honor that. And I'm I glad. I, I think our city does a pretty good job of remembering that history. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, okay. Well, let me, let's take a short musical sure. break. Uh, and um, I'll dedicate this song uh, to the fact that you're doing country uh, dance. Sure. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming people are two-stepping and whatnot over there. Yeah, some line dancing. <laughs> and that, what day is that on again? It's, uh, it's this Friday. So it's every first Friday, this Friday coming up. All right. We'll be right back after the short break.
Oh yes, that's uh, that classic uh, Black Velvet by Miss Alana Myers, I want to say. Yeah. It's a mess, Pearl. What did you say? A mess. You playing a song and not knowing who the artist was. <laughs> I, think I, a mess. I think I got pretty close. <laughs> uh, so we're here with uh, Beth Bacosto. Hi. Hey. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Um, and uh, again, you are the uh, events coordinator at the Eagle. Yep. SF um, Eagle in San Francisco. One of two, yes. Well, and you've brought along your very dashing young fiance. I did. Pat, who also goes by. Nuclear Patty. Welcome. How are you? Hi. Thanks for having me. Now, do you know Pearl T's from performing? Um, I may have. I remember Possibly. the last one that was here. I've seen her perform a bunch of times. I don't think you were here. No. I for had, that show. Yeah. Um, who was that? Anyway, um, <laughs> if you if you haven't crossed paths, yeah, I bet you I will now. Yeah, <laughs> I perform with Ferocious Titties on Tuesday nights at Stud. Mm-hmm. Oh right, Probably that's her. Now Ferocious Titties, I love her. She yeah. has a show called Meow Mix. Meow Mix. That show is spunky. If you ever like, I've stumbled in there with Bernadette mm-hmm. Bowen, and it's like a, an altered state of being. It's, it's like, I call it like the campy drag variety show with performance arts influences. <laughs> I call I call it Glitter High. <laughs> yeah, that would work also. I call it, re- I call it reverse character. Karaoke because we're not actually singing, but we're doing everything else. <laughs> it's yeah. a trip. It's a trip. If you want an altered experience, go directly to Ferocious Titties show on Tuesday yeah. nights. At the and Mavis. it's a late one, so it's it's more for us industry folks who so don't have to work one, yeah. on Wednesday mornings because we don't usually start the show to 11, 11.30. But entertaining, I'm saying. Lots of laughs and a lot of, I don't know what I'm watching. <laughs> it's a lot of that and that becomes like an art statement in itself totally. like it's like it's like how, how surreal can this get <laughs> yes. and and to I've be fair I've, I've done it myself we both perform there and we'll actually both be there next tuesday it's her birthday show but oh. uh but yeah it's happy it's birthday honey Yay. <laughs> so um, how long have you been performing yeah uh i've been performing at stud for almost two years a little more uh i've been doing all sorts of i kept my toe in performing arts my whole life um, Just to tell? Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually, mean, both feet. <laughs> well, now it's both feet. <laughs> doing a lot. I do roller disco. I teach roller disco. I uh, do performing arts with kids with disabilities, also adults with disabilities. Um, I've directed a soap opera with people with disabilities. And I love it. Yeah, it's, I've been doing a lot. And, it's the best. I love Soma. It's a great expressive arts neighborhood. Where does one go for disco um, roller skating lessons? Disco roller skating lessons, you can go through Verlocal, which is a website for getting out and getting to do things. So Verlocal, V-E-R-L-O-C-A-L. But where's the physical luck? How is it at the Eagle? Not yet. The locale would be 6th Avenue in Fulton. Golden Gate Park. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh, oh right I there. know that square yeah. with the funky music and yeah. 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 But then also on Saturdays, um, there's there's free or there's um, walk-in lessons at the Church of Eight Wheels on Felon Fillmore. Have you been there yet? No. Oh, it's so the fun. Church of Eight Wheels. Yeah. So it's a One, church two, three, that was four. turned into a roller rink for old oh, school. Oh my fucking you know, god! Yeah, it's That's awesome. Cool. It's really fun. 
They have LGBT uh, Tuesdays. Um, and people are calling in because they want to go to disco roller skating. I'm sure that's it. We're going to take this call see who is this a surprise call. <laughs> you think so? House of Pride Radio, you're live on the air. Who are we speaking with? Hello? Yes, hi. Who's who is this? Hello? Oh, sorry. Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> sorry. Uh, Pearl, Pearl, the speak down. It's okay. Hold on. Is this Jade? Yes, it is. Welcome to the show, Jade Electra. Oh, okay. Can you hear us, honey? Yes, I can. How are you? Oh, good. We're good. Uh, welcome to the House of Pride. So, how is everything over there in Ontario? Everything's great. Uh, working on a lot of projects. I'm uh, actually about to do my first, uh, throw my first ball here this Sunday, so I'm excited about that. Fabulous. Now, tell us all about your career as a recording artist and your new material. Uh, okay. Um, well, I started a long time ago. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, some people probably know me from my first singles like Why Are You Gagging and Did You Look Fierce, uh, and uh, then later in the 2000s I did How Do I Look, uh, and uh, last year uh, you guys were actually the first show to premiere my uh, single, I did a cover of Carl Bean's uh, I Was Born This Way. That's right, and we played it here at House of Pride Radio. Yes, you did. But this year you have a new release coming out. Yes, I have a new single called Karma. And, uh, uh, you know, after working in the, the club scene for a while, every now and again you just have to speak your truth. So I'm, I'm sort of kind of talking about um, the karma that comes from um, being a good person in the club scene or rather not being a good person. <laughs> yes, if you're a bad person, you go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not boring. <laughs> no. <laughs> You get whipped by Beth by Costa. <laughs> yes. Demos at 12 and 2. Well, hopefully it's videotaped, though. But uh, anyway. Uh, so that's fabulous. And in fact, we're going to, uh, we have an exclusive. We're going to play your uh, soon-to-be-released uh, single. Now tell us what label will that be out on? That's going to be on Berlin Records. Uh, Berlin. New York. Mm-hmm. Is, do they have a website that we can check out? Uh, yes, they have a Facebook page, and I believe they have a website, but I, I actually, you know, I don't um, know if it's Berlin. I don't know exactly how it's spelled, because uh, it's actually spelled B-E-R, and there's an apostrophe L-I-N, mm-hmm. so I don't know how they would do that for a website, but, um, but I do know that it is on Facebook, so if you look it up through Facebook, you can find it there. All right, well, um, let's do it, folks. We're going to play uh, Karma by um, Jade Electra. Okay, don't go anywhere, Jade. We're going to play your song. Here goes. Really? Mm -hmm. Come on, baby. That's right, darling. You reap what you sow. Yes, you do. Do you think that your dirty deeds were going to bring you rewards? that the lies that you told would go unnoticed? Well, I'm here to tell you, darling. Karma is a bitch. 
be broke. He's like, oh, well, I've never even heard your track. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. And you know what? Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, 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 really? Karma is a bitch. Karma is a bitch. out of these drug dealers posing as promoters. Oops, did I say that out loud? Listening to House of Pride Radio live from San Francisco, we have uh, Jade Electra live with us from Ontario, Canada. Hey, hey, Karma is a bitch girl. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was your inspiration for writing that? Uh, 
well, you know, when you for anyone who works in the bar scene or whatever, and you deal with promoters and DJs and everyone else, and you know, you get for different things, and you know, it's a sad story at the end of the night. Oh, girl, I don't have the money, or, or <laughs> uh, I'll call you next week and I'll pay you next week, and you know, next week never comes, and I hear all those you. things. <laughs> well, our, one of our guests that is sitting with us here at the studio, Beth Bicosto, knows all too well that scenario, don't you, Beth? Oh, yes. Live and breathe it every day. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know, Beth, you've got to run um, out of here. We, uh, we're going to, uh, uh, Jade, we're going to say goodbye to Beth Bicosto, the events coordinator at San Francisco Eagle, the legendary bar. Yes. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I'll be coming back. That was an awesome single, so uh, I will definitely be checking out Karma's a bitch. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's the radio version. Wait until you hear the other one. Oh, sweet. Can't wait. Well, let's have a nice round of applause for <laughs> Beth by Costo and her lovely fiance. Yay, Nuclear Patty. Thank you, guys. Bye, honey. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. So you can you hear us, Jade? Yes, I can. All right. So um, how long did it take you to write that song? Uh, <laughs> you might even say that I've been writing it for a decade. Because <laughs> um, the, uh, the the phrase in it, uh, um, as long as you owe me, I'll never be broke. Uh-huh. I actually said that to someone, and so I sort of kind of had been carrying that around with me. And uh, and then I was like, oh, I should, you know, uh, after dealing with a few more people, I was like, I really should write this down somewhere. And finally, I just kind of it kind of came out. <laughs> and since I'm known for bitch tracks, um, you know. Uh, that's uh, more people know me for my bitch tracks than my actual singing. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's time to give something to the kids to vogue to and do a little runway. What is the drag scene like in Ontario? Um, it's a little different than New York. I'll, I'll say that. Um, I don't know. I you know I can only speak for my experience. I'm a little older than most of the girls, so um, you know today's scene has to do a lot with drag race. And uh, I'm not that much of a fan of the show, so um, I just think it's missing something. The, uh, every place, like even in New York, the scene is missing something now. Uh, and uh, I was talking to uh, Lady Bunny a couple of days ago, and we were just talking about the, uh, I don't know, the, the feeling of drag and what it was back in the 90s and all of that stuff has some, somehow kind of gotten lost. So I'm, uh, you know, we, we're talking about how we can bring that feeling back. So hopefully she'll be doing some more rig, wig stock uh, appearances and getting that out there. And, uh, you know, I, I'm planning on uh, trying to hook myself up with a little tour to come around and perform and do some stuff in, in different cities. So I, maybe I will actually get to see you guys in person. Sure, come on out. Right, Pearl? Yes, ma'am. I haven't been to San Francisco in a long time, but I had a great time the last time I was there. Uh, I mm-hmm. in, uh, tranny shack. Well, now you're married, so you can't fool around anymore. No, well, child, <laughs> those days are long gone anyway. There comes a time when you need more than just a, a quick grope in the dark, and It <laughs> <laughs> uh, hasn't come yet for me, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Now tell us about uh, what venues do you do you uh, 
perform at um, on your side of uh, the country? Uh, I haven't actually recently. I haven't been performing at all. Uh, I'm more of a DJ, uh, so I've been DJing a lot more, and I'm known more out of drag as DJ Relentless. So uh, I had a, a a really nice article that was written by Fact Magazine about me because of. Uh, apparently a, a series of CDs that I created a while ago called the Relentlessly Cunty mm-hmm. uh, have, um, oh, can I say that on the air? Yes, yeah. ma'am. Say it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, I guess they consider them to be the Bible of bitch tracks and runway stuff that, that the kids use for ballroom. And, uh, and so they wrote this really nice article about me uh, and thing about the archiving that I did in this series of CDs and how a lot of people were inspired to become DJs and to continue the ballroom scene. So, uh, and um, it's amazing to me, I've, uh, I've spoken with and chatted with some DJs over in the UK who like totally were like, oh my God, when I got those CDs or when I heard about these tracks or whatever, it really made me want to produce. And so it's it's been really interesting and nice to hear that like, the stuff that I was interested in back in the late 90s, early 2000 actually meant something to other people and helped keep that genre of music going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we all do our part. If you can touch a few people along the way, that's a good thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, and uh, um, I'm hoping to get down to Australia. I have a couple of friends who are there who are like, oh my God, they love your old tracks down there and you should come and totally hit Mardi Gras and I'm like wow I, you know I would love to do that so uh, who knows hopefully this this like the going into 2016 I will uh, actually like be able to do some traveling and, and get out there and, and see some more of the world I've seen some but like since I've been married I've kind of slowed things down a little but uh, you know I'll take the hubby with me <laughs> <laughs> So tell us ab- uh, about the other track that you sent me. Oh, okay. Well, the, um, we were we're actually there's a holdup right now with releasing the track because we're they're trying to decide whether they should release those separately now because it, the the other track which was going to be sort of a B side is called uh, Scared of Evolution, and um, I don't know. You know, I know a lot of the girls now are making bitch tracks and everyone has a track and it's the kiki and they're all talking about like how fab they are and fierce and all that but like I, I've, I've sort of decided that I want to take my tracks to an, the next level and actually have something important to say and with all of the things that are going on right now in the news with the racial profiling and stuff like that and uh, I, I just kind of got inspired to write something um, there was an incident that happened here in Toronto uh, with uh, uh, blackface, and I took a lot of flack for speaking out about it, and uh, and it kind of pissed me off. Uh, so I, I, I wrote down, um, uh, I did a spoken word piece uh, about the N word, and uh, and what it meant, and how today's youth have kind of taken it with the hip hop culture, and it you know everyone says it or whatever. And so I sort of kind of took it back to its original meaning, and I, my, the spoken word piece is more about how it is perceived and what you're really saying versus, you know, what you think you're saying. 
So uh, unfortunately, I know I sent it to you guys, but you can't play it because it has the N-word in it, and it has a lot of, uh, not a lot, but it has some cursing in it as well, because mm -hmm. I was a little inflammatory about um, my, and passionate about uh, the way I felt about what was going on. So, but um, uh, anyway, that is being remixed right now, and it was going to be just a bonus track on the Karma EP, but now they're talking about actually releasing it as a separate single, so that's the holdup right now. We're actually, I think they're almost finished with all of the mixes. There's several, because uh, we, what started off to be like one bitch track turned into several things when we started talking about different genres of music, and uh, Chris is blessed, the producer for it, uh, like, did this amazing job of getting like some electro and doing some deeper versions of it. Yeah, there's one that's uh, uh, that's even more rock oriented. Uh, mm -hmm. um, it's it's just he did an excellent job. So I can't wait for it to come out because of, I think it's going to reach different people and on different levels. So and um, uh, Eric Elias is uh, working on the club mixes of Scared of Evolution. The original version is more, uh, it's a down-tempo kind of jazz R&B sounding track, uh, which is a little different for me, but I really, really love what Chris has listed with that. But uh, Eric Elias is actually doing the club mixes, and uh, he's taken it in a completely different, um, oh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it reminds me of a, a track called Voices in My Head um, um, by Casey Flight. It has that kind of... 90s house feel to it, but it's 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 going to be amazing when you hear hear the final project um, uh, product. Wow, well, we wish you the best of luck on these releases, and uh, of course, keep us updated on how how they do, especially if they start to uh, chart on 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 the um, definitely, dance definitely. charts. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping that you know I'm I'm sure that there's going to be some people who are going to be upset when they actually hear the, <laughs> what I say in this track. But I'm hoping that it opens uh, someone's mind about what the use of the word, of the N-word is, and, um, and how we should approach each other. Right, uh, because in the song, um, it talks about how the word is being used, but it's, uh, it's not being used in the right way. It's just become an institution. Uh, and I thought about that, and you know, that was really smart of you to say, some, say that, to bring that to attention. Well, thank you, thank you. I just, you know, I, I, that's my goal right now is to, like, start writing stuff that actually has some commentary to it, like maybe some, maybe political, some just, you know, views about what's going on in the world right now because I don't, you know, it's great that, like, there are a bunch of drag queens who are running around and doing the, the party stuff and the fun tracks or whatever, but we also, you know, I... I, I I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with Lady Bunny. She's like really, really, like one of the smartest uh, drag performers I've ever met. And she her, she definitely thinks on a, a larger scale. And I, I think that we all need to start thinking in a bigger picture of what it is that we're doing and what it means. So maybe that's probably the reason why I'm not that much of a fan of drag races because of I, I think that it sort of shows drag as one thing as opposed to showing all of the things that it can be and mm -hmm. uh it's 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 you know it, a pretty face is great but like if you have some talent and you have something to say you should definitely be out there and you should be highlighted and, and featured and i want to bring us back to getting to some talent not just a pretty face so well you better work 
<laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in all the way from Ontario, Canada, Pearl. Yes. Can you believe somebody right. actually well, called then, us from uh, Canada? Yeah, I love it. you're up in Toronto, please let me know so we can hang out. Oh, okay. It sounds so exotic. Uh, Toronto? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know about exotic, but, uh, but it's <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> well, tell Lady Bunny that House of Pride said hello. We've had our, we've done two, I think, two telephone interviews with her, but it's been a while. Oh well, you should have her on again. Actually, you should talk to her um, because she just did a Wigstock um, cruise, and uh, she hasn't done anything with Wigs in a while. So oh, that would be uh, fun topic of conversation. Yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll. I'll hook you guys up on Facebook if you need. And, yes, uh, could you do that for us? Uh, Primer up for us because it's been a while. Definitely, because of, uh, <laughs> I, when she was talking to me about it, we need to bring Wigstock back. Uh, we need desperately uh, so we can show some of the younger girls that feeling uh, mm-hmm. again. You know, Pearl loves uh, Lady Bunny. Yeah, she's <laughs> hilarious. All right. Well, thank you for having me on, and um, and thank you so much for debuting the single because that's the first time it's been played anywhere other than me spinning it in my club. When will it be available on iTunes and, and Amazon and all of that? Yes, yes, yes. And I'm hoping, um, well, uh, uh, Chris's bliss told me to say soon. I'm hoping sooner than later. Okay. Uh, but as soon as they make a decision about what to do with the other track, we'll know more. All right. More. Well, folks, you keep an eye and an ear open for Karma uh, right. by and, the fabulous still, Jade Electra. Yeah, I have plenty of tracks on iTunes already, so look up Jade Electra, and that's Electra with a K. All right, Thank honey. You. Yep, <laughs> fabulous. All right, well, take care. Everyone, let's have a nice round of applause for Jade Electra. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, oh my God, Pearl, can you believe the phone is ringing so much? Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. I mean, maybe we have more than 12 listeners. Let's see who it is. Hello, House of Pride Radio. Who are we speaking with? Hi, Twitter. Oh, it's Majit Nelson. Oh, hey, Majit. Hi, how are you? Fabulous, and yourself? I'm good. Just out having dinner with some friends. Oh, lovely. What are you having? Are you on to the entree, or are you still working the appetizer? Um, actually, we finished eating, but we had sushi. Oh. Yeah. What did I she say, honey? Sushi. Oh, sushi. Yeah, sushi. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's going on, uh, girl? Nothing. Just uh, hanging out. I'm going to chill with some girls for tonight. Um, I have a show tomorrow night at the Monster Show. Oh, what's the theme? At the working girls. It is working, working women. Working women. Yeah. Girl, yeah. Get into it. She but works hard for the money. I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a very fun show. For the thirty bucks, and that's right over at the, that's a, right over at the starts. edge. Uh, yeah. Showtime starts at what is it? Ten o'clock. Ten fifteen. Ten fifteen. Yes, I love the edge, the famous neighborhood bar. And yeah, the cover it's, for the show is, I believe it's five dollars. It's only five dollars, folks. Everyone knows $5. that's a good deal. So go on over and support the legend that uh, continues uh, in Cookie Dough's show, The Monster. The, the Monster Show. The and Monster Show. You can catch that's over at 4149 18th Street. And I think that yes. is on the corner of 18th and Collingwood. Correct. Well, Majid, you have been a busy performing bee, haven't you? 
I have. I've been really, really busy. Girl, you've been all over the place. You better work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think I, she is. I've done a lot of performances. Um, I'm hoping to join the, the um, mother stage soon again. Haven't done that in a minute. Mm -hmm. So hopefully within the next month, I'll be back on that stage. Well, we'll send you House of Pride good vibes. Oh, thank out you. right now we're doing that right now yes i'm physically moving my hand out into the air there you go mm -hmm. so i read on facebook uh something last week that you had posted that uh made me pause for concern um and i was wondering how you're doing with that and wh what was going on if you don't mind me asking uh for, what was it um facebook you had posted something about you felt was it betrayed by friends and I mean, it was a public oh, no, statement. Yeah, it wasn't that I felt betrayed by friends. It's like I get, I get this, like, like I got a lot of friends, and you know, sometimes your friends will say certain things that it'll be jokingly at first, and it'll be all good, but then once they start to say that over and over and over, it's kind of like, oh, maybe I need to keep my, keep you arm's length away from me because you're not really bringing any positivity into my life. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like you know, I have to try to those people at a distance mm -hmm. so true yeah. yeah yeah there's always going to be distractors in in the entertainment very especially. true very true yeah and congrats on the new tattoo by the way <gasps> oh thank you i love my tattoo it looks so cute oh what is it where i didn't see it is a lollipop on my arm that i got done today oh my god and if you all know what it's for i'm sure pearl knows well, yeah, her mother is Roxy Cotton Candy. Cotton Candy. Yay! Oh, my God. You got a, a tattoo for your drag mother. Yes. Wow. I love it. Yes. I love it. What does it look like, Pearl? What color is it? It's pink. Oh, that's so it's cute. Pink. Yeah. I was going to do cotton candy, actual cotton candy, but then I was like, no, because sometimes if the artist doesn't do it right, it's going to come out looking that, like it's something else. It would come out looking like pink poop. Exactly. <laughs> and you do not want that, boo. Um, no. so, so how long did the tattoo take to, to get? Um, it took about 45 minutes. Oh, oh good. That's one, two, in and three. out. Yeah. In and out. Oh. All right. So where'd you get it done? Um, I got it done in Alameda. Um, uh -huh. I forgot the name of the place already. But it was by a guy named Barnaby that used to be here at Castro Tattoo. He used to be oh, over yeah. at Castro where? Tattoo. Um, on, oh, yeah, Castro tattoo. tattoo. Remember that place? I don't. Oh, that was cool. I walked in there a couple of times. Yeah, but now he's in Alameda, so I went down to Alameda. Fabulous, honey. I, lo I love yeah. it. Pink lollipop. I want to see it in person. Yep. Next time you come on, we'll, we'll interview yeah. it. <laughs> of course. Um, what else is going on? Do you have any other topics you'd like to discuss with us? No, actually, everything's pretty much good besides that. I'm, um, well, what else is going on? I'm going to start training for the AIDS life cycle soon. All right. That'll be fun. Yeah, because I'm writing next year. So that's really a big thing. That's that is a big me. thing, the training and everything. Are you in Caduce with uh, Terry? Um, what was it? Uh, what is that? I always change that word. Kudos. Are you in Kudos with Terry? Are you in Caduceus with Terry? <laughs> Terry who? Uh, Terry from CCC. 
No, actually, um, me and my drag mother, Roxy Punk Candy, will be putting a team together. Okay. Um, and it's going to be actually in memory of our drag aunt, Cookie Dough. Oh. oh. Yeah. That's nice, honey. That, yeah. That's deep. So, yeah, so it'll be fun. I can't wait. Well, listen, thank you for taking the time um, oh, from your friends and your dinner to um, give us a ring over here at House of Pride Radio. We, we certainly love hearing from you. Thank you, Tweeta, for having me. I always enjoy being on your guys' show. Oh, you're so much fun, fun, honey. Come back again anytime. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, Pearl. All right, All right, girl. Miss you. Have a great night. Miss bye. You too. you too, honey. Bye bye. Oh, that was sweet, Pearl. That was a that was a sweet surprise phone call. Yes. Uh, why am I getting feedback? I'll turn it down a little bit. So I think we're winding down a little bit early tonight, Pearl Tees. All right. Uh, you haven't updated us on what you're up to. Um, right now I am just getting ready for this pageant happening in October. So I am um, not cutting back from the shows, but pumping my brakes a little bit mm-hmm. until this pageant is over with, oh, if girl. not the preparation for it is. Are you still working full-time, too? I sure am. That's not going to stop. No, mm-hmm. and that was pretty good. That, the job, uh, Tell. can you talk about your job? Or? A little bit. I just a little can't. Bit. Um, yeah, because you work with helping people. Yes. And tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, I work for Mental Health Clients Rights as an advocate. Um, So I help people that um, have mental disabilities or mental problems um, who somehow have their rights violated and need um, advocacy. And they they do. They need help. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. And that's that's a good thing. Wow. That's a great position to be in. It's always good to help people. Oh, and how's the? Have you started the um, hair removal process? Yes, I have already done two sessions of laser hair removal. My third session is at the end of this month. Where did they start? Oh, they started um, actually under my neck. They so the first time you go in, if you're doing laser on your face, they start and they do a test run under your neck, and then they they have you come in like after three, four days, just to see how your skin reacts, and then they do the rest of your face. Um, and when I, when, when I say face, they, I mean you're like your beard, your mustache, your sideburns. Um, and then you have to wait at least four weeks until you go in for your, your next session. The same area again? Well, the, the next session, they do it all in one sitting. The whole face? Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, how often would you have to shave before? Um... I would shave every other day, every day, okay. quite frequently. Yeah, because my hair grows in fast. Yeah. It's like every day. But, mm-hmm. Well, that's good. So that's a head start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then how about body hair? What do they do about that? Do they remove that? Like if you have chest hair? If you want it done, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it's not too expensive. I haven't started that yet. It's a little painful. Is it? It's a little painful. Oh, and does yeah. it make that noise? Like a clicking noise or when they... Let me think. I thought I saw um, it on it TV once. It kind of sounds like a zap. As a zap, folks. It kind of yeah. sounds like a zap. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Well, the process has started. It's a big deal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it's um, it has started, and you 
I like I can already see like some of the like patchiness, but um, most people say you see most of the like the real results after your third session. Okay. And then uh, after that, what's the next step? Well, I'm going to keep at, I think, I think honestly, I should be done with laser hair removal after December. And then when do you begin um, the regime of hormonal therapy? Well, I already have. Oh, you have? Yes, I am actually on day 12 or 13 right now. Oh, you're into it. So any effects or do you feel differently um no not yet so i actually i was on um i'm on testosterone blockers and i'm on estrogen for hormone replacement therapy and after the first week my doctor sent me an email and she said you know for your age you have a pretty average level of testosterone but you're in the higher range so i actually had a lot of testosterone oh my god Um, you would never it, don't that. don't ever judge a book by its cover, ladies. <laughs> don't ever do it. So um, I actually, after the first week, had to double up on my testosterone blocker. Um, and for me, that was kind of rough because um, I do get nauseous from it every now and then. Um, and I've actually thrown up once or twice. Wow. Okay. I've, I've only had nausea from it like m- maybe a total of four times. And two times it was really bad to where I actually you know but that goes away after time um that goes away after time mm-hmm. and your body acclimates to it and it'll get a lot easier yeah i do know girls who have had to completely stop taking the spiro i, I don't even know if i'm saying it right the spiro nalaxine um and had to go and go to a completely new testosterone blocker oh they have options i guess so i am i'm god for that yeah thank goodness i don't know what the other one is Mm -hmm. um i figure they're gonna offer me the one with the best results first yeah yeah let's hope that that's what's going on oh okay and uh, wow i I can't wait to see the transition yeah so the first month is just really getting your testosterone down because your estrogen um, is you're not is not going to do anything for your body if you have a lot of testosterone. If anything, it's possible that it could have reverse effects and add more testosterone if you oh, have too much. Yeah. So um, after the f- the doctors tell you after the your first month um, is when you you are the estrogen should start making significant differences. Um, I've watched a lot of videos. Um, I've done a lot of research. Um, apparently, like, I'll start getting, like, breast growth and breast tissue after the first two, two first one or two months. Um, but what I've noticed from looking at other videos from girls online is my face will have changed and my body will have changed for the most part at the six-month mark, which for me is... August, September, November, December, January, February, around March. Oh, what a nice New Year uh, yeah. transition yep. through the New Year, 2016. Mm-hmm. I don't think I counted that right, did I? <laughs> Somewhere around there. August, September, October, November, December. Yeah, January, February. I don't know if I don't know if I counted that right. Anyways, we'll know what I'll what I'm supposed what I'm going to look like around January, February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see it, I guess, right here. Yeah, we will. Yes, we will. (laughs) We should take shots from you sitting there, like, every week. Yeah, I'm actually documenting it myself, um, and eventually I'll put it all together and put it out there. Oh, nice. Oh, that's smart. That'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought about doing a video monthly like a lot of girls do, um, but I think I decided against that just because at first I kind of wanted to be something for myself and not 
for the public eye for public eye because I tend to do that with a lot of stuff I do for example drag mm-hmm. um, so this is something more personal something that's mine um, and eventually later on I'll share it with everybody else mm-hmm. Wow this is so exciting I'm, I'm happy that you um have decided to to follow what you feel is the right thing yeah apparently people are talking about it that i don't even know didn't even know knew about it apparently or apparently no it's happening yeah Yeah. now who who are these people people well i don't know just more more and more people have known about it Mm -hmm. that i didn't that i didn't tell i kind of leaked it didn't i a couple weeks back that's true that's yeah. true too so maybe they heard it on the radio show maybe we have more listeners than we actually maybe think maybe we do <laughs> maybe we do <laughs> well thanks folks for listening to us I mean we love you and we want to build our, our right here on Out Pride Radio um, I think going to Silicon Valley Pride was awesome this Sunday uh, we did get a lot of attention there and um, oh, Caduceus, Caduceus to um, Cruz and Delu Pearlties who stepped in for you because you couldn't yes. make it down. Yes, how was that? She's great. Yeah, she, she's I love fabulous her. Fabulous personality. She's such a sweetheart. She is a sweetheart. Uh, it's hard to get to, uh, so she don't have a car. I rented one. So, uh, but um, yeah, nice, nice pride. Uh, not as big as San Francisco pride, but not, no places really. Mm-hmm. That's a huge event. Uh, but uh, it's actually called Silicon. It's not San Jose Pride. It's Silicon Valley Pride. Um, but uh, yeah, a nice affair. I saw some local San Franciscans down there. Uh, Jeff Marana was down walking. Woo Woman Road. Nice uh-huh. to see her down there. I saw pictures with um, Debbie Holiday. Yes. Wow. She's in L.A. based. But wow, what a, what a treat for us. I mean, you know, she's so huge. Uh, and then Miss um, Silicon Valley stopped by uh, Candy, Candy Isle. Candy mm-hmm. Isle. Um, and so on and so on. It was really fun. It's just, it was a lot of logistics. Uh, thank God we had a tent. It was hot as hell down in San Jose. I can't do it. It is so hot. My hair would have It would have been, been a mess. Done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, folks, thanks. I hope we picked up a few more listeners. And always uh, call us if you'd like at 5 Five zero zero five one one four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna segue out of here ten minutes early, Pearl. That you, unless you wanna. I'm down for that. I've got stuff to do. <laughs> All right, girl. So, folks, we invite you to tune in next week. Uh, next week is at, uh, September the ninth. Ninth. We. Oh my God! What a great show it's gonna be. We have uh, Kit Tapata stopping back. Love her. We have Jane. Uh, we have Phil B. I love back. him. DJ Phil B. Donna Pisanas. Oh uh, wow. Jim Piote. Jim uh, Piacote. Piacote. And um, uh, James Arena, who's oh, right. author of First Lady's Disco. Now, the reason why he's calling in is because we have legendary disco diva Linda Clifford. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. She, of course, had big hits with Red Light and um, Runaway Love. All right. Amongst others. So, folks, to join us next week, we are segueing out of here. Thank you for joining us. All right. Bye, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh. Everybody wants her, Miss Sexy in the City. She's on the prowl. She rocked this town. Who's that girl? A fly, ferocious lady. Get up and dance. Get up, get up. No.
Nobody do it like her. She taking names and kicking ass. You shall receive. What do you need? It's all right. It's all about the body. Tonight's the night. Get up, get up, bam. Welcome to another episode of the Revengerous Podcast of Stuff. This is founding member Freshvik Penicillin. With me are Dr. Tasty. Founding member. The Southside Santa. Stop. And with us this week is El Cocho, that upstanding paragon. Welcome to the show. Hola, bitches. Uh, this week we're going to talk about killing machines in all of their nefarious forms. First of all, any news? Uh, did you defeat any killing machines recently? Um, there are a lot of drones out there killing people, so That's I've true. heard. Yeah. Have you seen any or taken any down? I took one on a date. Really? That's kind of sexy. Not really. Oh. They made me pay for everything, and we're not very talk- talkative. Fucking drones. <laughs> entire time were they taking pictures of you or uh yeah just asking you to talk closer into the microphone look a gentleman doesn't tell okay a gentleman doesn't kiss and tell and no one tells about the drones they're very secretive so the president uh doesn't want anyone to know that the drone program even exists his press secretary robert gibbs was told that he wasn't allowed to answer any questions about the drones existing to reporters. Uh, they all know damn well. I like asked questions. I like to imagine that the press conference went a little bit like this. So the media came up to him and said, "So do you have any news about uh, new technological developments on the war front?" And he says, "Look, buddy." I'm not allowed to answer any questions about automated drones, so don't bother asking. And then he posted it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Mr. Gibbs, uh, that's a nice tie. Stop asking me about the robot death from the sky that the president can use to kill any citizens that he wants for no reason. Stop it! Apparently, the government says the drone strikes are legal because... The government says that drone strikes are legal. So that's their reasoning. Sweet. Don't worry about it. This is exactly where uh, where our founding fathers wanted us to go. I think so. I think if they had had drone strikes, who's to say they wouldn't have used them? I know Benjamin oh. Franklin would have. That's right. He, he was he, a He just up a lot of kites, I think, just blocking them. <laughs> Actually, a kite sort of is a killing machine against lightning bolts. 
Uh, uh, I um, that backwards. Right. Yeah. Light lightning bolts kill kites. Um. How about huh. some news? Aside from the depressing politics of the day, a new study has found that cats are one of the top threats to U.S. wildlife, killing billions and billions of animals each year. Between 1.4 and 3.7 billion birds and 6.9 and 20 million small mammals a year. The uh, number one killer of rabbits. That's a fact. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I mean, I'll I'll tell you, I'll tell you what cats are killing: single women's dating lives. Oh, hey oh, that that is a statement. Uh Like you're out at a bar hanging out, and then you're like, oh yeah, hey, uh, lady, what's up? And then she's like, you want to take a picture of my cat? Uh No, no, that means that you do not like anal. Uh, The authors of the study concluded that more animals are being killed by cats than road accidents, collisions with buildings, or poisonings. However, collisions with buildings, they're sort of asking for it. Yeah, I mean... If they're just like, la 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 la, boom! Sorry. Ran into a building and now I'm dead. Darwin was sort of... You know. All I can see is a, a cheetah running full speed and then splattering against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stupid but, cheetah. you know, it, the more the, the more cheetahs that kamikaze themselves against walls, then that's better for the economy because we have to then hire more janitors to clean up the dead cheetahs. It creates jobs. So Qualifications am, for the job. Must be yeah, yeah. comfortable cleaning up cheetah remains. I know I am. I, I I'm gonna go out there and say that uh, I'm not. I'm really not that into uh, picking up dead large cats. I mean, I've done it. I mean, who has? But I don't like. One more animal. I think people should be aware because that was that was all over the news. People were talking about the cat thing, but one animal that is a killing machine that people don't know about. Is the great tit? The great tit. Tits, tits are great, but <laughs> tits um, are great. The the great tit. I I mean single tits, one one at a time. Uh, great. Just, well, what one una boob? I mean, if one great tit is deadly, imagine a pair of them. Well, True. it is the great tit, not the great tits. Well, any great tit is a killing machine. Uh. There are these little birds that apparently, while they normally eat insects and other bird things, they also have a taste for blood. Really? Yeah. What, what kind of blood? Um, any kind of blood. They will bash in the heads of other small birds, including other tits, what? and they will drink the blood from their opened up necks. Uh, tits bashing into each other in the sky. Yeah. And apparently, they are responsible for killing a lot of bats. And they drink the blood of bats. Which I've got to say, that's pretty poetic justice. Fair enough. If my battles with a vampire have told me anything, it's that anybody that wants to rip your head open and drink your blood is uh, not nice. No. I wouldn't know because I don't have blood. But 
There you go. The great tit is also called the zombie tit, just exactly because it finds hibernating bats, bashes in their skulls, and eats their brains. However, he only does that on April 1st. (laughs) I'm a normal bird 364 days out of the year, but that one day... (laughs) On April Fool's, fuck you, bat. Fucking killing machine. Hey, hey, bat. Crush. April Fool's. (laughs) 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 So you guys will enjoy this. You know how people used to be hung, right? Uh, every day. <laughs> familiar. So, like, maybe they would find pirates or cattle rustlers or something, and they would hang them in the public square. Apparently, these great tits would come and just pick at the bits of flesh and uh, eyeballs of the people that were hanging there. So, which came first? The name of the bird or the wonderful chesticles that we all love and enjoy? That's a good question, because these aren't very big birds, so maybe like, they have from, I don't know from the bird what the connection is at all. Yeah, like are there's somebody that's playing with some chick's boobs out there, and like this reminds me of a blood sucking bird. <laughs> I'm gonna call these tits. Well, and then it just caught off the, reason, the reason they're called tits is because. The udders on animals are called teats, and well, entomology will have you will will tell you that people are terrible at speaking. So, tit. I'm probably wrong. Did you say entomology, like the study of bugs, or what? what what's the study yep. of what's the yeah. evolution of birds? I can't remember. I don't remember either. I thought it was entomology. I always thought that the. the the connection was that these particular birds, the tits, are deadly, and so are breasts. I mean, think of how many men die every year smothered to death in giant breasts. At least five. I, I, I wouldn't mind going out that way. That wouldn't be bad at all. Yeah, you say that now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll go yeah. probably regret it when I'm dead, but not when I'm dying. Have you ever suffocated slowly? <laughs> Surrounded by mounds of flesh? I mean, it seems like a good idea at first. A bird pecking up my brain for my blood. <laughs> or a pair of chesticles. Yes! Chesticles over the elusive tit. Does it make a difference if she's laughing maniacally when she does it? That that kind of make it a little bit hotter. <laughs> uh, one more killing machine from the news here. And that's... Uh, George A. Sprave. You're going to love this. Which is a very name to say. Good, say it again. George A. Sprave uh, has a YouTube channel called the Slingshot Channel. And uh, here's the idea. He He's a craftsman. He takes big pieces of wood and builds slingshots. Hello and welcome to the Slingshot Channel. And uh, this particular slingshot... Fires working chainsaws. Working chainsaws. He can fire a chainsaw at you with a gigantic slingshot. Now, do you know how far you can get one of those suckers? Uh, they look pretty far. uh, Yards. There's a video. 
first of all, the slingshot is taller than he is, so he can, you kind of hold it like a bazooka. Okay. But he, he can sit it all the way across his yard and maybe 50 feet or more. Is it running? No, yeah. Yeah, the chainsaw's running. Oh, it works. And he's not aiming at a target. He's just chucking these suckers, right? No, no. He hits a target. Oh, oh. Yeah. Does it stick in or does it just sort of flop around? Uh, it's kind of both. It sticks in for a second, but because it's running, it kind of comes out. He he also uh, attaches the chainsaw to like a javelin of sorts, so it's on a big rod. So imagine <laughs> rod. this guy is slingshotting a spear at you, but instead of just a tip, it's a working fucking chainsaw. <laughs> so watch out for Georgie Sprave. Well, that sounds a lot like what the Space Knight uses. His weapons are a bit ridiculous. He has a chainsaw sword, or a chainsawed. I can't remember what he calls it. Luckily, a lot of his stuff was scattered across the stars. Yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, so now he's got to go... Well, there's a great prophecy that when the Space Knight retrieves all of the Space Knight equipment, he'll have it all. Is Space Knight German by any chance? What? Is he German? No. He's he's not from Earth. Oh. He's from oh, space okay. well, in the name. I mean, so were those moon Nazis. Well, yeah. those are Nazis that go to the moon. Space Knight Space Knight is oh, a knight in right. space. Yeah, yeah you, you you right. You right. No, the the reason I ask is that Mr. Sprave is uh, German and I think that makes all of this 100 times more terrifying. On a side note, do you ever think the Germans are going to live down the Nazi thing? Like, people who are alive today in Germany have no... I think I think they're going to have more trouble living down their weird sexual fetishes instead of the uh, the Nazi thing. Because, man... Well, that, you say that like it's them, a bad thing. Uh, well... I think that's the difference between, like, them just, you know, going about their lives and they're just like... Oh man, I sure wish I could get over this gerbil in my ass thing. Or, uh, you know, them going out to, like, some other country at a bar. I mean, it's not like, hey, let me check your asshole. They're more like, hey, how about that whole picking on the Jews thing? Why do we always have to bring up the Jews thing? Why can't we talk about the gerbil in my ass? I put the gerbil in my ass to make reparations for my great-grandfather. You know, sometimes I think that um, a man asking you to take your shoes off and your socks off and crush a box with their name on it while they whack off to it is much, much more strange than just a plain old vanilla genocidal dictator. That's a good point. I mean, I don't know if he was doing that for some kinky reason, but probably. <laughs> probably. The only way that I can truly achieve orgasm is when there's a bunch of people all dying cursing my name for a hit or miss. Uh, let's move on to ha uh, El Cocho. One of the reasons we wanted yeah. to have you on is because you uh, are not only a, a luchador but and a ninja, 
the worst ninja ever, but still a ninja. Ex ninja. Tell whatever. us how your own body can be a killing machine. Well, it's very easy. I mean, with your bare hands alone, you can easily rip someone apart. Choking them to death, breaking arms, gouging out eyes, giving them a fish hook. You can kill someone easily like that. Taking a cigar into their face. That too. That too. That that can easily work. Oh, it's not really the face you really got to aim for. You have to aim for their mouth. Catch them in mid-sentence and just get it right in there and choke them. <laughs> there was a guy who killed a bear by putting his arm down his throat. What? Did he lose his arm? No. Wow. The bear couldn't did, did shut you... his mouth. That's amazing. I watched that. And then he, and then he ripped the bear's throat open. Wow, that is deep. Word to the wise: If you're ever being attacked by a bear, just start to go inside its mouth. Seems counterintuitive. No, you got to shove your fist way down it. Like the only thing like that you're... would have made this more badass is if he had grabbed the bear's stomach and pulled it inside out back through the bear's mouth. He just wasn't trying hard enough. Yeah, mm, it's true. Anytime you, that you end up taking a chick home and she takes her pants off and she says something about forgetting to go to the dentist when you're looking at her crotch, that's when uh, you're like, man, I wish I was fucking a bear in the mouth. I think that every time. Fisting. El Cocho, you left out a very important... There's a guy on the internet... This is a video from the 80s or something, but it's on YouTube. When you headbutt somebody, they, they don't survive that. You can punch somebody in the face, that's going to piss them off. You headbutt somebody, they're This going guy to has come. a shirt with the shoulders cut off, and it says headbutt, and he's teaching you how to headbutt, and how that's the most deadly way to kill someone. You're going to headbutt the bag two hours a day to get better at it? You get into a fight, you're in slippery ground. You just grab he all busts a cantaloupe uh, and some other melons with his head. Well, I wouldn't say that's the most effective use of your body to killing someone because your head is not really meant to take those kind of blows. Now, it could be surprising. You won't expect it, but it's not that effective. Maybe he trained. Maybe this guy's trained for a long time. I don't know. He's got a particularly thick head. That too. Whether we're sick, tired, hungover, I don't care. I just got a lot of skill. I, I just I just say punching someone repeatedly in the throat would just be effective enough. Yeah. But not but, but throwing your forehead into their throat or anywhere else in their body is not gonna work so well. I'm not gonna put my head into your stomach and like I'm gonna kill you with that. No, that's ridiculous. Uh what if you combined two really dirty fighting moves, the headbutt and the crotch kick? And you headbutt somebody in the crotch. Hmm. That'd be kind of tricky because if you, you have to headbutt them first to throw them back, kick them in the crotch to level them up a little, more, a little bit more, and then really throw your head down in order to hit that crotch in midair in order to send them back down to the ground. Wow. So, a little bit hard. It's actually a secret move you can do in uh, Mortal Kombat. I don't oh, know if you knew uh, that. With Johnny Cage? Yeah. Oh, no, right. he does a split and punches them in the in the nut. Right. You know, oh, this, yeah. all, this all seems a bit unnecessary when you could just you could just focus and gather your key and then release it in a large wave of energy, obliterating your foe completely from existence. But or you could charge your buster. What if they uh, block? Well, Ooh. I mean. 
Well, then all, all you can really do is just say, did I get him? And then wait for the smoke to clear. Yeah, and while you're waiting, he, you get headbutted in the crotch. That's what we learned. The headbutt is a surprise attack. Yes, that could work. As long as they yell the phrase surprise while doing it. I'd be surprised. <laughs> so I'm a bit I'm a bit confused about this whole ninja thing. What I mean, I've seen plenty of ninja documentaries and it seems like their powers are really inconsistent, like they're really fast in the shadows and they can like make images of themselves and they can throw like a million throwing stars, but then like but then at the same well, time the when they're out when, when they're out there they're they're just kind of getting punched in the face by guys with bullets or Uzis. Well, a lot of the ninja skills really haven't advanced since ancient medieval Japan. Like back then, these are simple magic tricks that could really confuse the simple person of the time. Nowadays, it's like, okay, you're throwing a rock over there. I know that's not you jumping over there. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. And therefore, they get their butts whooped. I gotta say, I think there's a lot of really stupid people today that would fall for that shit. That, that is true. However, in the world of ninja, you really have to end up... Um, the, the map on numbers is always backwards. Oh, if there's yeah. just one guy, that means he's a badass. Oh, you if mean, the, the, you mean the uh, inverse law of the ninja? Yes. Yes. Yeah, if there's 12, you can go through them pretty easy. Oh, yeah. Like, ah, oh, there's 12 guys. There's just me. Watch out. I'll mm -hmm. kick the living shit out of you. And, uh, you know, not have a problem with it. But then later, after I just got done beating up those 12 guys, then there's just going to be, like, one guy that shows up. Then it's a hardcore battle because it's just one guy against another guy. This also ties into the first news story in that cats are ninjas. Uh, one other thing before we get into the actual machines, and this is sort of a public service announcement for the kids out there. STDs, wrap your junk because viruses are trying to get at you. You get, you get the AIDS, wrap your shit up. And one fellow superhero... We're going to try and put him on the Revengerous Wiki pretty soon. Uh, maybe we're going to have to talk about is Condom Man. He's from Australia. And in the 1980s, the government of Australia started a sex education campaign, and they put out Condom Man. His lady sidekick, Lou Belicious, and he says, Don't be shame, be game. That's condom man for you his power is to not get stds that's right he teaches kids how not to get stds um, if, and also not, not, just, not just stds but also he gets to you know avoid uh people calling him daddy like you know guess what i just saved a bunch of money i don't have kids awesome when that stork comes in that baby you're like don't worry there's condom man there to take out that stork Yep. I'm going to punch that stork in the face. Choke that motherfucker. You know, that's the reason back. why the stork is an endangered species. Because of Condom Man? <laughs> because Condom yes. Man is fucking killing all of them. Well, I have to say, as much as I have a problem with the art 
of the comics, which is horrible. Condom Man himself, there's not two M's, there's no hyphen. So he just looks like he's a guy who would get you a really good deal on a condo, Condo Man. <laughs> but I do like his sidekick, Lubalicious. His villains, the names of his villains are, are really lame. They're just HIV, gonorrhea, chlamydia. There's right. No, like they're just saying the names of the STDs. You really need more, uh, you know, like uh, the unstoppable AIDS. Yeah, or, or the uh, great chlamydia. Silly yep. syphilis. Silly syphilis. There you go. Yep. He's sort of the mitzelplick of. He's like STDs. Howard the Duck of yeah. STDs. So kids, double wrap your shit. I'm 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 really happy that in Australia, they're all about destigmatizing the sex and uh giving them this ed education because you know teenagers are going to have sex so you might as well do that as opposed to 